Common Sensors Podcast Consumers, welcome to episode 122, that's right, 122, of Go Tell It to the Wall Podcast. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and we've got a lot of stuff to get into tonight. I warned everyone on the live feed already that we are, we're definitely going to have some ranting here, uh, and there's we're definitely going to hit our F-bomb limit uh, for this episode. I, I, I can guarantee you that, and uh, there's, there's, just, there's some assholes running around the world running their mouth and doing all kinds of things, and uh, and we're going to talk about it, because that's what we do here at Go Tell It to the Wall. I yell at a wall, and I talk about idiots out in the world. That's that's kind of the main concept of Go Tell It to the Wall. I, I always tell people, pop culture and, and, and current events, uh, re- yeah, no, it's it's me yelling at a wall and assholes. That's basically the, the context of the show. Those of you that listen regularly know that is not the exact context of the show. This episode is going to have a lot of that, though. All right, we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, for episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be Facebook. We are currently live on Facebook right now. Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Like our page. That's going to keep you up to date on all the new episodes, all the new content coming your way. Uh, and and anything else that pertains to go tell it to the wall. Uh, that That is kind of our main, outside of the... The last thing I'm going to mention that's one of our main things is, as far as communicating with all the fans, uh, despite the fact that we don't have a huge social media following, I, I, podcast listeners and consumers are, are not always social media users, I have found, and, uh, and, and, but we, we still put it out there, uh, and it's a good way to, to keep up to date on the, on the podcast and on everything that is Go Tell to the Wall, especially if you're a Facebook user. Uh, you can also keep up with us on YouTube. Head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It to the Wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, there you're going to find all of the live feeds that they get posted after the fact, as well as our beer reviews, uh, a bunch of clips from the shows, mental health clips, parenting clips, all that good stuff. Uh, so make sure you are subscribed to our channel if you're a YouTube user. That's right. Uh, not everyone uses YouTube. I get it. But if you do use YouTube, make sure you're subscribed to our channel. All kinds of awesome content coming your way, especially if you don't like listening to the entirety uh, of a one hour long episode, you're going to be able to, to, you have digestible clips right there on YouTube. Um, give you, you know, just if I know a lot of people don't have time. I have a three year old at home, uh, and, and I, and I'm often in the studio doing this. There's, there's not a lot of time for me to listen to full episodes of podcasts. So that, that's a good, good compromise if, if you're looking to get some, some common sense and some content from, uh, Go Tell to the Wall and myself, Sean O'Rourke. Uh, you can also follow my own personal. Instagram account. I almost said Twitter. We are no. I'm, I'm not promoting Twitter anymore. I talked about it last episode. You can go back and listen if you if you didn't catch that. Uh, no longer promoting Twitter. But if you want to follow my own personal Twitter account, which is at SoCalSean, uh, or just SoCalSean. I don't know if Instagram uses the. See, I, I did again. I said Twitter. Uh, I don't know if Instagram uses the little at thing like Twitter does. But nonetheless, it's SoCalSean or at SoCalSean. Whatever the kids say about Instagram these days, I'm definitely not cool enough to be up on all of the lingo. I don't even understand half the slang I hear. Uh, coming out of kids' mouths these days. I'm like, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, but please, please uh, follow my own personal Instagram account. That's going to start ramping up uh, tremendously over the next month or so, and we'll talk about that more once we get to entertainment news because we are getting into uh, serious festival season, and I'm not talking about Coachella and those kind of festivals. I'm talking about the Punk Ska festivals. We'll get into a little more of that, uh, like I said, in entertainment news. 
Uh, and not to mention our website, my website, our website, SeanOroqueLive.com. Uh, that is actually the best thing to remember. That's your one-stop shop for all those things I just mentioned because you're actually going to find links uh, to our YouTube, to our Facebook page, uh, to, and also to our Patreon campaign right there on SeanOroqueLive.com. Uh, if you're not familiar with Patreon, that is a way for you to support uh, artists, influencers, broadcasters, people that are putting out free content for you uh, that you enjoy. And, and we, of course, have a Patreon campaign. So if you have the means uh, and, and see fit to do so, please help us out on Patreon. You'll find that on SeanOroqueLive.com. Uh, in addition to blog posts, photos, all kinds of good stuff you're not going to find anywhere else. That's also going to get you a little bit introduced uh, to our on-air producers and other people that help out immensely <clears throat> with the show, uh, with everything that is Go Tell It to the Wall. See, I am starting to lose my voice. I, I said to my wife, I was like, I'm not trying to be negative, but there's no way that you get sick uh, and our kid gets sick and, and I'm not going to get sick because I'm like around the kid the most. Uh, so it, it, I'm still kind of amazed uh, that I haven't fully gotten sick. But again, SeanWorkLive.com, make sure you bookmark that one, check back often. Uh, that is your one-stop shop for everything pertaining to Go Tell It to the Wall uh, and everything pertaining to, to me personally, Sean O'Rourke, uh, you'll find right there on that website. All right, beer this week. I'm, I'm weirdly excited about the beer this week. I'm not super excited. I'm, I'm mainly excited because it's from one of my favorite breweries, uh, and, and it's a brand new brew that they have put out. It's from Firestone Walker. It's actually called the the Flyjack Hazy IPA. Flyjack Hazy IPA. And the reason I say I'm, I, I'm weirdly excited about this is I'm mainly excited, like I said, because it is a Firestone Walker beer. Uh, I'm also excited because they put it right on the can. 96 calories. Yeah, it, it's it's almost like light beer status. I'm sure that Michelob Ultra or whatever is, is less calories, but 96 calories is pretty good. Especially when you're considering a, a tasty microbrew, like something out of Firestone Walker. I will say, it does not taste like a hazy IPA. It does not taste like an IPA. Uh, as usual, I, I used my wife as a guinea pig, had her test this one out. Uh, she really enjoyed it. In fact, I, I told her what it was beforehand, and I, and I always say with IPA, take a little sip. Because, I mean, sometimes she turns up her nose it's just like nope nope that's nothing uh she enjoyed this one she referred to it as a a fruity lager or juicy lager it's it's actually drinks closer to a lager than it does an ipa uh and and closer to a lager than even a session ipa i'll tell you that and i'm sure that's how they managed to get it down to 96 calories and like five carbs or something like that and the other interesting thing i have never ever 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 seen an ipa uh, that has this, what I'm about to tell you, and that includes session IPAs. I've never seen a session IPA have this low of an alcohol content. It's actually a 4% uh, alcohol by volume, 4%. That That's basically, uh, that is a lager. That's what you're going to find with a lot of lagers. I'm sure, I, you know, I haven't had a Bud Light in many, many years, but I'm sure like a Bud Light or a Miller Light, they're probably sitting at about 4%. They're not real strong beers, maybe 3.5. Uh, so this is, it's super drinkable. Super drinkable. In fact, some of my beer drinking friends, including my cousin Andrew out there uh, in the Chicago area, would probably just chug these. Like these are, it's super drinkable. Like it. I love Firestone Walker. It is tasty. It is juicy, but it is closer to a Tecate with a little bit of fruit flavoring uh, than it is to any microbrew you're gonna find out there. And that's fine, because Firestone Walker does have plenty of other tasty beers, uh, but just be aware of that when you're picking it up. I saw it in the store, I was like, oh my gosh, a brand new Firestone Walker. Tried it out, and uh, yeah, it's good, but it's not an IPA. It's not a hazy IPA. 
Uh, and it's going to be around for a while because Firestone Walker just got some news from them recently in the past couple weeks. Uh, they're going to continue doing all these funky ones like the Luponic Distortion distortion, and uh, and some of the other ones that, that are limited releases. Uh, but they're really focusing on three to four of their main brews that are, you're going to be able to find like in all the stores. Uh, I mean, I'm geez, even 10 years ago, you couldn't find 805 from Firestone Walker anywhere. You couldn't find 805 from Firestone Walker really like six, seven years ago even. Uh, and they started distributing it outside of uh, the Central Coast there, which that's the 805. For those of you not familiar with it, that's where they got the name of the beer is the area code there for, uh, for Central Coast. And so they're going to focus on 805 uh, Mind Haze, which is an actual hazy, <laughs> that's what's funny, that's an actual hazy IPA that tastes like a hazy IPA, has a typical alcohol content of a hazy IPA, uh, and this Flyjack, and I believe there's another one that I'm not remembering offhand right now, probably another one of their lighter beers uh, that they're going to be focusing on. So you're going to find all those Firestone Walkers, I, I would imagine nationwide, uh, they've they've got pretty big distribution these days, uh, so keep an eye out for them. And, and like I said, I, I do recommend this. This would be something great for our, our on-air producer, Chris, to, uh, to test out. He would like this. Um, but if you're expecting a nice, hoppy, super flavorful IPA, uh, this one's not for you. So just keep that in mind. You can, you can definitely be fooled by the packaging here. Uh, but maybe this is a trend we're moving toward. I don't know. Because a lot of microbreweries and craft breweries are actually featuring lower alcohol content beers. I think people realize they were getting too drunk going out beer tasting because you go out beer tasting and you have a double IPA and the thing's 9%, and this is 4%. So think about the math there. It's Two of these is still not the same alcohol content as a 9% beer. Uh, so I think microbreweries are moving to that, and there is something to be said for it. I, I, love a, I, I like a lighter beer. I, I quite often do. I'm, I'm a pale ale fan as opposed to a, an IPA fan. I mean, I enjoy an IPA. Uh, but if I'm if I'm having a few beers, I'm I'm leaning more toward the pale ale, and and this would kind of fit the bill if if you're if you're like me and, and you want something a little lighter that you can you know drink in the middle of the day barbecue mow, mow the lawn. This is a mowing the lawn beer, man. I'll tell you, this is this is <laughs> for all the older folks out there that remember the good old days of your your father, or your grandfather, or whoever, and and maybe your mother or your grandmother. But I where I was going with that, your father, your grandfather. Walking around the mowing the lawn with no shirt on in the middle of summer, yeah, they're probably they would have been drinking something like this flyjack. <laughs> and maybe your mother or your grandmother was walking around mowing the lawn with no shirt on. I, I don't know, you know, depending where you live, but probably a little less common. Uh, I I always remember my grandfather when I was a kid back in Chicago. Uh, he would be out mowing the lawn, pair of shorts, no shirt, and he would have a Chicago Bears headband on. <laughs> and that's how he kept the sweat out of his face while he was was mowing the lawn there. Yeah, that's what you do. I don't know. I don't take my shirt off a lot unless I'm swimming, and nobody wants to see that. All right, let's move along here. The point in the show that we always get to at the beginning, and that would be the weekly rant for episode 122. I'm going to warn everyone. Uh, we don't get political here at Go Tell It to the Wall podcast. In fact, when we originally launched Go Tell It to the Wall, we were going to talk no politics whatsoever. Uh, now, we do talk minimally about politics because a couple months after we launched Go Tell Us the Wall, uh, a certain orange individual was, was elected to the highest office in our country, uh, and therefore we use common sense to not talk about policy and procedure and that kind of stuff, uh, but really just common sense when it comes to the rights of, of everyone in this country, the rights of everyone around the world, and, and whatever pertains to those things. So I put that caveat here because uh, I'm going to talk a little bit of politics, but I'm not talking uh, about, again, policy or procedure 
or exact things or telling you to vote for a certain thing. What I'm talking about is common sense stuff. Uh, so we're we're coming. Up, I live in Los Angeles here. We are coming up on a big election, a uh, big midterm election. I'm not talking about the primaries uh, for the Democratic nominee. Uh, I. I have to double check. I believe I am allowed to vote for the Democratic nominee here in California, uh, despite the fact that I am not a registered Democrat. I am uh, registered independent, not the independent party. I affiliate with no political party whatsoever. I, I strongly believe everyone in this country should do that, but I, I'm not going to try to force everyone to do that. I understand the two-party system. I get it. It's just wrong and it's broken. Therefore, I have nothing to do with either one of those parties uh, outside of the fact that you know, I have to vote for one of those parties a lot of times. Uh, but we're coming up on a big midterm election here for, for city council seats uh, and, and some educational board seats and, and just smaller stuff here in the city of Los Angeles and, and really specific to each district here in Los Angeles. And I'm getting inundated, getting phone calls, getting mailers, and those freaking, they're sending out these mailers are getting bigger and bigger and bigger, these flyers that don't even fit in the mailbox, and the, the mail carrier has to fold them up and get them in the mailbox. It's crazy. And I've noticed a trend. I've noticed this the past couple of years, uh, but it's really getting to me lately. Uh, a lot of these local politicians, they focus, fo and I'm not even saying they just mention, they focus. Everything I receive in the mail, every commercial I hear is all about local city council candidates uh, fighting against Trump and how they oppose Trump and how they're against all of these things that the Orange Menace does. And every time I see that, I say, you know what, that's nice. But you're not talking about anything really pertaining to our city. You're not talking about anything pertaining to our district. You're not talking about anything pertaining to the schools that my daughter will one day attend. I want to hear what you're going to do to improve that. And especially the area that I live in Los Angeles. I live in Northeast Los Angeles. In a neighborhood that's become very popular, uh, not just in California, but around the country. People, people have recognized this as a place to live. It'll cost you a million dollars, about a million dollars to live in my neighborhood if you're, if you're purchasing a, a decent size house. Uh, and I'm not even talking decent because anyone that's listening outside of Southern California, uh, I'm talking like a thousand square feet. <laughs> I see friends and relatives that live in like the Midwest and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how could you? That's a, that's a $5 million home in Los Angeles, but that's, it's just the market and I get it. Uh, so it's going to cost you about a million dollars to have a, any, anywhere near decent size home in here in Highland Park. Uh, the crime rate, is off the charts, off the charts. We, right now, this year, so far, we're averaging close to a, a, a murder every week and a half, and it's February. That's what's happening here in Highland Park, California. So all these, all these local politicians that are campaigning, they're focusing on Trump and opposing Trump and opposing the Orange Menace and all this other stuff and the things that they're going to do to stop him. That's nice. What the hell are you going to do for the streets? What are you going to do with the, the rampant homelessness, increasing homelessness problem here in Los Angeles? What are you going to do about the crime that is literally happening down the street from my house? That's what I care about. You oppose Trump? That's nice. I don't really give a shit. I don't. I can already see that you're a Democrat and you have nothing to do. You, you want nothing to do with the orange menace. I get it. That's fine. But it's not your job to go to work daily and fight Trump. It's your job to go to work daily and improve my city, improve the city that millions of people live in. That's what your focus should be, and that's what your job should be. And I see none of these local politicians doing anything to convince me that they're going to do anything for my community. They're only focused on the orange menace. They're only focused on that. And I'm telling you, every mailer I get refers to, refers to the orange menace and Trump and, how, and what they're going to do. Nothing that's actually local. Nothing. What are you going to do to improve the educational system here? That's what I want to hear about. 
And trust me, if you've listened to this podcast, you know that I oppose the Orange Menace. I want nothing to do with the Orange Menace. I think it's disgusting. I can't, he makes me want to puke. Anytime I see the guy on television, I want to throw up. I literally want to throw up. But you know what? It's not the job of a city council member to go to work every day and fight Trump. It's not. That's the job of Congress, of U.S. Congress. And this is the thing. I've always said this, and it still rings true. Never, ever, 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 ever trust a politician. Because if somebody grows up and says, I want to go into that, and I want to be a politician, and I want to get into politics, they could be the nicest person on the face of the earth. There's something in their head that makes them want to go do this. And that, to me, automatically makes them untrustworthy. Not, you can't, not that you can't trust them at all, but don't fully trust any politician out there. Don't do it. Don't do it. Oh, man. I'm telling you. Like, I'm not convinced by any local people looking, running for local office in Los Angeles that, that they're going to do a good job. They're doing nothing to convince me. And it's, it's silly. They all use it as a stepping stone uh, for, for a bigger run, whether it's Congress, a mayoral, mayoral run, whatever it might be. Well, politicians out there, you do better and we'll do better and then we can all be in a better position. Because worry about your constituents. That's the bottom line. All right, let's move along to some trending on social. Oh, man. I think I am coming down a little cold. We'll see how next week goes. All right, trending on social. Got some funny hashtags here for you. I do want to get serious on a couple of these things, though. Uh, hashtag quote a movie at a bad time. Hashtag quote a movie at a bad time. Uh, now, this is, of course... People using movie quotes at the wrong time, um, and there was definitely one uh, that featured Ding Dong the Witch is Dead talking about uh, your mother-in-law leaving your house. I will tell you that is funny, uh, but maybe let's just avoid using Ding Dong the Witch is Dead whenever talking about your relatives. It's just not a not a good time uh, to, to do those things, but if you're interested, check that one out because people are definitely having fun with it. Uh, there are definitely a lot of diehard quotes here. You know, the yippee ki I'm going to save my, my F-bombs for when they come up organically here. Uh, so check that one out if, if you're interested. Again, hashtag quote a movie at a bad time. Uh, next one, hashtag you will never hear me say. Hashtag you will never hear me say. And I've come, there it is. Lost my cursor here. Uh, this one. I, I'm going to warn you because there be, uh, some of the churches got on this and uh, someone definitely said, hashtag, you'll never hear me say all paths lead to the same God because that would be false. Uh, yeah. So watch out for those. Nothing against religion. It's just I look these things up to have fun. <laughs> these are not the serious ones. Uh, and this one, really, it's just me. Uh, hashtag, you'll never hear me say I feel so rested. I don't think I have felt rested since I was, oh, like 14, maybe. Probably 14. The last time I felt rested was when I was jet-lagged coming back from an exchange trip to the UK, uh, and I slept for like 14, 15 hours straight. I think that's the last time I was rested. Uh, so hashtag you'll never hear me say, I feel so rested. I got so much sleep. Never happens. Never happens. My, my wife can confirm that for you. 100% confirm it. Uh, hashtag after all these years, I still. Hashtag after all these years, I still. This one, of course, people are having fun with it. A lot of uh, GIFs and memes uh, out there. And I, 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 w I do appreciate this one from uh, 
at SoCal Chemistry on Twitter. Uh, hashtag after all these years, haven't seen friends and still don't intend to. Uh, I, I could, I, I'm not going to sit here and say you should watch friends. I, I never watched it religiously. I am somewhat dumbfounded uh, that somebody has completely avoided friends because that, that show is in syndication everywhere. And in fact, it was one of the big, either Netflix or Hulu, whoever had the rights to it, it was one of the biggest shows on there because everyone would just binge watch Friends, and I'm not a huge Friends fan, like I said, but I- I'm amazed that you could avoid it simply because it's in syndication everywhere. I watched it like crazy uh, in co- in college. I'm trying to remember, like it used to be on at, at like 11 o'clock at night. Might even still be on at 11 o'clock at night, but it was one of those, it threw it on in the background. I feel like when I was going to film school, it was like, oh, Friends, here you go, all right, and you know, it's just it's there, it's there. So I'm uh, good on you for that. I will say it's gonna have a different meaning. Uh, for people with OCD, <laughs> because I also had that thought. Hashtag, after all these years, I still uh, deal with my mental illness on a regular basis. Uh, so if you want to take it serious, uh, that can definitely have a, a, a different meaning for people with OCD, with mental illness, whatever it might be, especially if you've struggled with it uh, throughout the majority of your life, like I have and like most people have uh, out there in the world dealing with mental illness. All right, hashtag, unusually priceless things. Hashtag unusually priceless things. There are obvious things. Children, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I did like this one from uh, at person al gratin. Okay. Uh, he must like potatoes. Uh, sharing a childhood favorite book for the first time with your own child. Hashtag unusually priceless things. I do thoroughly enjoy this. I will tell you, uh, I, I spend a few minutes with, with my three-year-old in the studio every Thursday. Other times, too, but she comes in every Thursday uh, right as I'm finishing up prepping for the episode, and we sit and we listen to a couple songs. Uh, and today she stole my uh, my my Jim Henson, <laughs> I Am Jim Henson book out of here, which she has read a few times, uh, but it was given to me for Christmas a couple years ago, and I like to keep it on the shelf here. She stole it because she enjoys some some Jim Henson as well. She does. She loves the Muppets. She's all about the Muppets. Pretty sure she thinks I'm a real-life Muppet just because she doesn't take me very seriously on a daily basis. She's three, so I'm not shocked by that. Uh, but I will, I will say again, uh, hashtag unusually priceless things, sleep. For me, it's sleep. I, it's, it's, I don't get a lot of sleep. I just, whether, whether there's things going on, stressing me out, you know, whether my kids keep me up late, whether I'm busy working in the studio, uh, or whether my mind's just turning, you know, that, that OCD and OAD just start. I don't get a lot of sleep just on a regular basis, so, so that's priceless to me. Uh, and that's probably priceless to a lot of people out there, especially if you have kids at home. You you understand my pain uh, when it comes to actually getting a restful night's sleep. All right, I want to get serious here with the social, the trending on social uh, segment here because this one is serious, and especially if you have kids. Uh, and I'm not talking three year olds, but if you've got kids that are going to school, uh, especially if they're kids, you know, tweens, teens that might be active on social media. Uh, and maybe you're not aware of this trend that's going around. It's the Skull Breaker Challenge. That's right. The, you heard that right. It's the Skull Breaker Challenge, not the Jawbreaker Challenge. It's not kids eating jawbreakers. It's the skull, as in your skull, your head breaker challenge. What kids are doing, if you're not familiar with this, uh, is kids are, and I, I'm not even understanding how it starts. I caught one of these like a week ago, and now it's really ca- like just a video in a feed somewhere, probably Facebook, uh, you know, and, and basically three kids. Two kids are on either side of another kid, uh, or adults. I think I'm sure adults have done this because adult we're all fucking stupid. It, it, like people are just stupid regardless of age. So I'm sure adults, but for, for you know for the purpose of this, kids, 
uh, three kids are standing there, two kids on either side of an, of, of, of another kid, uh, and the two kids are in on it, and basically they say, okay, we're all going to jump at the same time, and maybe pretending they're going to take a picture, it's like the high school musical picture, <laughs> yes, I did work for Disney for a long time, the high school musical jumping picture, uh, and then the kids on the side actually kick the feet out from underneath the middle person, uh, whether they kick them from the back or the front, uh, and a lot of it's been from the front, causing them to fall forward straight onto their face, their head, their skull. Well, doctors are actually coming out and warning about this. You think? They're warning about this because kids are getting hurt. Kids are ending up in the emergency room. And in fact, I actually, when I was doing a little bit of research on this, going through a couple articles, uh, parents have posted photos, and it's not good, of kids in the hospital. Broken teeth, broken skulls, scars everywhere, broken, fractured wrists. And it's insane to me. I can't even, I, I, I don't know how many of these we've talked about over the years. How many of these stupid challenges? And the, the, the really irritating thing about this particular challenge, because that's the thing, like Tide Pod Challenge, yeah, you're fucking stupid. Why are you eating laundry detergent? The difference between the Tide Pod Challenge and this is that's a dumb kid hurting themselves. That's a dumb person hurting themselves, doing it to themselves, as opposed to essentially bullying another kid uh, because it's a challenge finger quotes out there a challenge the skull breaker challenge um and there should there should just be a rule when it comes to any kind of challenge you know because these these can be cute you know, like I, I remember the ironing challenge i feel like that was one of the first ones and people would, like take out an ironing board and they're ironing on the top of a mountain like ha 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 harmless harmless like kind of dumb but harmless and the rule should be with any kind of challenge any kind of social trend here if people are getting hurt it needs to stop period that there's no there's no well but no it stops it's the same thing with all the prank videos and all this other shit that floats around the internet on, on YouTube. It needs to stop. Kids are getting hurt. You could literally kill a child. If you're not paying attention to where you're doing this, you could kill somebody. What if they go forward and they hit their head on, you know, on a curb or something, whatever it might be? You could literally kill someone. It's not funny. And like the old saying, it's all fun and games till someone gets hurt. Actually, a great Pennywise song. Speaking of Pennywise, we're going to talk a little bit about Pennywise. Not the character from It, but the band Pennywise uh, when we get to entertainment news here. Got some some cool announcements from them. All right, one more thing here in Trending on Social. And this one's not even necessarily Trending on Social. I just found this interesting. Uh, it was an article talking about the overuse of emojis. You know, the little little characters, the smiley faces and stuff that you, you can pull up on your keyboard and use like crazy. The emojis, we all know what they are. Even if you don't use a lot of them, like I don't really use a lot of them. I mean, sometimes joke back and forth with my wife, like, ha, 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 you know, send some emojis or whatever. I don't really use it a lot. And I was talking about the overuse of emojis, uh, and particularly someone who had realized their friend's father had passed away. And they actually sent condolences via text message, which is nice. I, I get it. You know, if it's a close friend, pick up the fucking phone. Okay? But if you're just going to send a text, that's fine. Send your condolences. You know, pe it, it, people send cards. It, very similar. I, I can give you that. However, maybe that's not the time to use emojis. And this person said, the last text they sent was like a sad face emoji. And as soon as they sent it, they said, why, why am I doing this? Why am I sending this emoji? Yes, it was a sad emoji. It's a sad time. But is it appropriate to send emojis at that time? No. No. And that's why I bring it up. Um, you know, I'm not saying don't use them. Just don't overuse them. I see some stuff pop up on social feeds and I'm, I, I'm like, I don't even understand what that is. You know, smiley face, heart, dog barking. Person skate I'm like, I, what? Is someone smiling at a guy skateboarding while a dog barks and they're in love with the dog? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand the emoji language, but that's it. That's a thing. 
emojis. I don't use them a lot. Continue to use them. Just be smart about when you use them. Someone dies, you don't need to send a sad face emoji. Say, I'm really sorry thinking of you. Sorry for your loss. You can just say that sucks. That's better than sending a weird emoji. You know? Come on. We can all do better. Oh, boy. All right. Let's move on to some entertainment news here. The He-Man reboot that's coming out, which uh, I won't say I'm following it closely, but I'm somewhat following it because uh, it's being helmed by the great Kevin Smith. Uh, we got some voice actor news out of the He-Man reboot. And for those of you not aware of this, uh, some of the people that have signed on to voice characters, uh, most notably would be uh, Mark Hamill, who has signed on to voice Skeletor. Uh, and if you're familiar with with animated series and stuff, uh, Mark Hamill has actually made quite a name for himself uh, doing uh, voice acting uh, for, for animated stuff. He, he was the voice of Joker on like a bunch of animated Batman stuff. He's done a lot of stuff. So Skeletor, it seems fantastic for him to play Skeletor. Uh, the one I am probably most excited about would be the great Henry Rollins of Black Flag. Uh, he is going to voice Triclops. If you're not familiar with He-Man, he was the one with the head that turned. I guess if you're not familiar with He-Man, Skeletor was the skeleton dude. Figure it out. <laughs> and and uh, Triclops was the guy whose head like turned. He could have different... I, I think so. I, it's been so long for me with He-Man. I think my last experience with He-Man was... Was rewatching Masters of Masters of the Universe <laughs> back in film school. I wouldn't recommend it, uh, but uh, but I watched rewatched it after, and I saw that in the theater as a kid. Yeah, I did. Saw that in the theater. Skeletor was terrifying in that film. To a kid, and then I remember looking back on it as a film student, being like, "Oh boy, this is this is really horrible." Uh, and a couple more voice actors, actresses that have signed on: Lena Headey uh, from Game of Thrones and Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh, plus more, but those are some of the notable names that have signed on to voice characters for the He-Man reboot, and that's going to be on Netflix. That one's going to be on Netflix if uh, if you don't remember me talking about that one recently. Uh, so check that one out when it comes out. And I'll probably talk about it more once we get release dates and everything, because Kevin Smith is one of the few people I follow on social platforms and uh, and definitely tweets out about it and posts about it and everything else. So we'll have inf more information on that as we uh, move along here. As we get to future episodes, <laughs> not move along in this episode. I, I don't have breaking news coming my way as as we're recording episode 122 here. All right, uh, back to the future news. Speaking of reboots, yes, there has been a big push for a Back to the Future reboot uh, for a few years now. Everyone loves Back to the Future. I love Back to the Future. It, it's one of my favorite movie trilogies of all time. I, I absolutely love Back to, especially the first two. Uh, very, very close to my heart. I love those films. Uh, but I will go ahead and agree with writer Bob Gale here. Probably not to the extent that he is passionate about it, but I will agree with writer Bob Gale, uh, who wrote all three original Back to the Futures, and said there's there's no way uh, that they would be doing a reboot. In fact, this is I won't go as far as he said, uh, but he said it would be like selling your kids into prostitution. I, I wouldn't go that far, but I get it. We don't need to reboot everything. It, it just doesn't need to happen. Uh, though I will say, Bob Gale, you, you let him made it, make an animated series about it in the 90s, so maybe get off the high horse a little bit. But I don't want to reboot. I don't want Back to the Future 4. I don't want to reboot. Some things just need to be left alone, and we just enjoy them for what they are. And and I get it, because there's always exceptions, because uh, people have compared Back to the Future to, like, James Bond, uh, the Mission Impossible movies, you know, those kind of things. Those are built to, to have a new one of those every few years. It's just, you know, 
they don't even really consider it a reboot necessarily. They just bring in a new James Bond. You know, eventually Tom Cruise is, is not going to be able to do Mission Impossible. And I don't know if Mission Impossible will continue, but you know, it's, it, those make sense where you have action movies and it's it's just moving along and, and it, it's, it's revolving around one premise, you know. Uh, but we've done to the Back to the Future stuff and, and I think we're done with it. And it sounds like... Um, both the writer and Robert Zemeckis have have zero interest in in actually rebooting and or making a sequel uh, for Back to the Future. So that's not coming your way at all. I won't even say anytime soon. Just not coming your way at all. All right, Lark Voorhees. Lark Voorhees. Oh, do you guys know that name? It might sound familiar to you if uh, if you're over the age of like 35. Uh, Lark Voorhees actually played Lisa Turtle on the original Saved by the Bell. Uh, the original Saved by the Bell, I don't believe she was on Good Morning, Miss Bliss, which is kind of the original Saved by the Bell. I'm not going to get into semantics on that. They branded it as Saved by the Bell when they put it in syndication, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but Lark Voorhees was, was Lisa Turtle on the main Saved by the Bell. And we've talked about the Saved by the Bell reboot that is coming down the pipes. Uh, and in fact, Mark Paul Gosseler ha- uh, has officially signed on for it. And I believe Tiffany... She goes by Tiffany Thiessen now, but we used to go by Tiffany Amber Thiessen. I believe she has also signed on uh, to reprise her role as Kelly Kapowski uh, on the Saved by the Bell reboot. Lark Voorhees has not been included. She actually did an interview with Dr. Oz. I don't recommend Dr. Oz. I think the guy's a moron, but just just happened to catch clips of the interview uh, through a couple articles I was reading. And uh, she talked about how she was hurt uh, by not being included in the Saved by the Bell reboot. And she did point out... Uh, because those of you not familiar with it, and in, uh, in 2012, uh, Lark Voorhees came out as, as bipolar. Not came out, but she had discovered she was bipolar. I don't, we don't know for sure. That's not anyone else's business. She might have known before that, but it, she came out publicly, publicly as bipolar in 2012. Uh, and I want to give you this quote from Lark Voorhees as she was talking to Dr. Doctor Oz. And I quote, I have to admit I did feel a bit slighted and hurt when I was not invited to be part of the Saved by the Bell reunion, as well as other castmates' events. Yet, of course, I also realize that having this puzzling disorder may have played a major part in that factual decision. Uh, I will say, if this is simply a business decision and they didn't want to have Lark Voorhees back on the reboot, that's fine. Uh, or part of the reunion or part of any of these events, that's fine. Uh, but if we do find out that this has anything to do with her disorder, then this is one of the most disgusting things that can possibly happen in entertainment in the professional workplace, in social situations, just the entire world. And I realize people are getting murdered and everything else, but this can be stopped easily because we're working to reduce that stigma. And I even put this in mental health because it's entertainment news. We're going to reduce that stigma. And if somebody's being discriminated against because they have bipolar disorder, then that is absolutely wrong. That's the same as discriminating against someone because they are a certain gender for discriminating against someone uh, for their sexuality, whatever it might be. This is just as disgusting as that. And we need to consider that if we go to find out that that is the actual reason. And I'll be following this closely because if that's the actual reason, uh, then I, I will be doing anything I can uh, to, to make sure we are reducing that stigma and to, to make sure that, that people aren't being marginalized because of their mental illness. All right, moving along, because I, I, we're going to get to mental health, and I'm just I, it's too much right now. Moving along, uh, Marvel fans are real upset. That's right, Marvel fans are upset about Batman. Yeah, you heard that right. Even my feeble comic book mind recognizes that Batman is not Marvel. That would be DC. Well, Marvel fans are really upset because uh, some some 
some test shoot photos came out recently of Robert Pattinson, who's going to be playing the new Batman in the upcoming Batman film, whenever that actually comes out. Uh, and people are upset about his mask. The Marvel fans said that his mask looks too much like Daredevil. Too much like Daredevil, despite the fact that uh, Batman has a black costume and Daredevil has a red costume. I don't know. I, I've, there, I'm looking at a picture right in front of me. I, I don't look at this and say, hey, that's Daredevil. Uh, but I got to be honest with everyone out there, and no offense to all the crazy comic book fans out there, uh, all the superhero costumes, they look the same to me. They, it's it's all the same. They're just different colors. Did, did you watch any of the X-Men movies? They're all just wearing fucking black. Who cares? Who cares? And it's also one test shot. You know, these Marvel fans, like, it's one test shot. Or a couple test shots, but it's one test shoot. Don't jump to so many conclusions. And also, don't oh, Daredevil, who cares? Who cares if he looks just like Daredevil? Nobody should care about that. It doesn't matter. He's a different character. He's still going to say, I am Batman. Now, if he comes out and says, I am Daredevil, then you can complain. Complain at that point. I don't care. All right, let's move along. Pete Davidson. Yeah. Pete Davidson of SNL fame. Uh, we actually got some news. He is, has been cast to play the half-brother of Nathan Fillion uh, on Nathan Fillion's show, The Rookie. That's an ABC show. Uh, and I'll be honest with everyone out there, The Rookie is one of my guilty pleasures. I actually watched this on Hulu. It's it's extremely cheesy. Extremely cheesy. Uh, but it's one of my guilty pleasures. I usually like to watch it uh, while I'm eating some lunch and, and my daughter is napping. Uh, so it's it's one of those weird guilty pleasures. My wife doesn't even watch it. My wife will watch a lot of cheesy shows, but she doesn't even watch it. Uh, and this was interesting because I was like, well, they don't really look alike, but okay. And I'm a Pete Davidson fan to an extent. Um, I, th I think he's made some bad decisions, but at the same time, I do appreciate him being open about his mental illness. So automatically he, he gets a leg up in my book. Uh, but the interesting thing about this is apparently they are both uh, playing characters on the Suicide Squad sequel. Uh, sounds like they met on the set of Suicide Squad, so we'll see if they have some on-camera chemistry uh, or kind of what's going on with that. But uh, but uh, now Pete Davidson going to be uh, appearing on the Rookie as a guest star, not as a a regular, but as a guest star. So so look forward to that. All right, the news that everyone's been waiting for, people have because people were freaking out around Christmas, and we talked about it—the cheesiness of the toys that were coming out around then because Disney couldn't get them out in time. Uh, well, the DCP products, Disney Consumer Products DCP, uh, is actually coming out with some good stuff here. Uh, and we're, we're getting word because, and for those of you not familiar, Toy Fair, and I'm looking at my mother who's actually on the live feed. When is Toy Fair, Ma? Toy Fair, is it gotta be, it's like in a week, isn't it? Uh, my mother was, was at Toy Fair every year for, for many, many years when she was uh, working, working uh, uh, wholesale marketing. Uh, but they, they, they unveiled this ahead of Toy Fair. And Toy Fair, is, it's a big fair every year in New York. They unveil tons of new toys. Uh, and, and Disney, and, and companies tend to unveil stuff leading up to Toy Fair. And one of the things Disney just unveiled recently, uh, actually, to, I think it just happened today, is an animatronic Baby Yoda figure. That's right, an animatronic Baby Yoda figure. Uh, this thing actually, it, its eyes blink. Uh, it, it moves around. I'm actually looking at a little little video of it here it looks like its ears move and stuff and it will also respond to to audio cues you knew this was coming uh they there was a yoda furby thing like years ago i actually had it somebody gave it to me and then i uh, gave it to a co-worker to give to his kids years years ago and i no longer have it uh, but it makes sense and i'm sure those are going to fly off the shelves uh, so if you're a baby yoda fan 
make sure you, you make sure you get one of those on pre-order because you'll you there's I'm sure there's going to be pre-orders. It's going to be crazy and they're going to sell out right away. So if you want one of them, make sure you're getting on that. All right, we got some music news. Uh, Boneless Thugs and Harmony. That's right, not Bone Thugs and Harmony. Boneless Thugs and Harmony. Apparently, Bone Thugs and Harmony have changed their name, albeit temporarily, to Boneless Thugs and Harmony. Yep, they have teamed up for a marketing campaign with Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings taking over the world, taking up that market share that that Hooters used to have. Like I, I don't even know. I, I enjoy Buffalo, but it, it's again, this one, it's all the same to me. Hooters, Buffalo Wild Wings, like any of these places. That's fine. Just bring me chicken wings. Give me a beer. Oh, there's stuff on. Cool. We're good. We're good. Oh, Toy Fair is just ending. Toy Fair is just ending. So they unveiled it uh, probably ahead of their their big unveil at the actual Toy Fair. Uh, but as I was saying, they have this marketing campaign with Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, and they're going to have t-shirts. There's videos out there if you're interested in seeing them. Just, you know. that's what I, I remember... I mean, before the 90s, but especially in the 90s, it was like, why are these bands selling out? You can't sell out. Don't even sell. And it was like, if a band signed with a major record label, you're a sellout. Flash forward to 2020, Bone Thugs and Harmony changes their name to Boneless Thugs and Harmony to peddle boneless chicken wings for for, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. And the best part about it, the t-shirts, videos, and all that stuff, you know what else they're going to have? They're going to have a fake gold chain with a piece of boneless chicken hanging on the end of it. I don't even know what that'll look like. Like, it'd be weird enough to have a chicken leg, but you're walking around with a gold chain and a chicken nugget hanging off of it. It's very strange. Very strange to me. I don't get it. Uh, but make your money, Bone Thugs Harmony. Like, that's fine. I, and I'm sure that's what happened. They were like, damn, guys. We, we got we to get some more rev. Someone call Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> that's what happened there. All right, now moving along to better music. Rancid just announced the tour. That's right, the incomparable Rancid just announced a tour yesterday. Uh, they're going to be touring with Dropkick Murphys. This is actually the Boston to Berkeley tour part two. They did this a few years ago. It was the Boston to Ber- Berkeley tour. Uh, Dropkick Murphys are from Boston. Uh, Rancid is from Oakland, but uh, Berkeley probably fit better with Boston. I don't know. Uh, they have announced a bunch of tour dates for May. No California dates just yet, but we did get confirmation from Brandon Stenekart, who is the drummer for Rancid, that we are looking for part two to be coming down the pipes here. So uh, probably looking at some California dates there in June. Uh, And you know, anything in the Southern California area, uh, I will be there because it is Rancid, it is Dropkick Murphys, and I will be there. So more news on that coming as we get some some more tour dates. But if you're outside of California, uh, tour dates have been announced, so, so go check them out. And I believe tickets go on sale uh, on Friday the 21st, which would be tomorrow or today if you're just listening to the audio after it's been posted. Uh, speaking of awesome punk ska shows, there is a new festival announced, brand new festival, and I'm really excited about this one because uh, we talked about the company folding, gosh, it folded like a year ago, uh, maybe maybe like six months ago, uh, that was putting on a lot of those Huntington Beach festivals that I that I enjoyed going to. Uh, they folded up, and, and we have definitely had a lack of, of music festivals here in Southern California, day festivals. I'm not talking about Coachella and, like, whatever that country thing is that they do out in Coachella, uh, you know, in Indio, rather, because um, I, I know those are always there, but I'm talking about these one-day or two-day punk festivals where you, you just you go and you skank out and you're in the pit and, and you're getting sweaty and... Unfortunately, you're on the same 
old man like me can't do the sand as well. Those are the things I'm talking about. We've had a big hole there. Fortunately, Punk in the Park is going to fill that at least a little bit. Uh, K-Rock is associated with this one, and headlining the Punk in the Park Festival will be Pennywise. Uh, that's going to happen down there in Orange County. So if you're interested in that, uh, also some other great bands playing on, in that festival and that uh, notably Bouncing Souls. I have not seen the Bouncing Souls play live probably since 2003. I believe 2003 was the last time I saw them. Uh, and the Vandals, there's a bunch of great bands on there. So if you're interested and you're in the Orange County area, uh, check it out. I will be there. I've already got my ticket. My sister Laura's already got her ticket. We will both be out there. Uh, so just, just look for the, the tall, obnoxious guy with a beard and a patched-up jacket or the, the super orange-haired chick walking around with the tall guy <laughs> being a loud mouth. Uh, that, would be, that would be us. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that more leading up to the event because that's, that's happening in, at the end of March. At the end of March, I, I gotta I gotta get through all these record release things um, for the bomb pops, and then I can start focusing on on. Oh, thank you, Stagecoach is that thing out in in Indio, the country festival that happens literally the weekend after uh, Coachella. Uh, but like I was saying, I gotta get through these bomb pops record release parties, and then I can start thinking about punk in the park, and then I'm gonna move along to thinking about punk rock bowling because I have officially confirmed again with my sister Laura that uh, we're heading out to Vegas at the end of May. Uh, to hit up some punk rock bowling, so check it out. And we've got a bunch of friends heading out there. A bunch of great bands will be out there. Uh, the Bomb Pops will be playing on Fremont Street. Uh, I know the Pawns are playing. There's a bunch of great bands. Barstool Preachers are playing. Uh, so I'll be out there. That's going to be the place to be at the end of May uh, if you're a punk ska fan. More info on that coming, of course. All right, moving along to parenting. We are... We're not out of time, but we are running short on time here, so I want to try to get through some of these things. This one I just found so amusing. Uh, there was a teacher, an elementary school teacher, a third grade teacher, uh, who who posted about this this occurrence in her classroom, uh, and I just I thought it was so funny. So she has a daily routine. She goes to a Keurig machine in her classroom uh, to have coffee, and next to that Keurig machine is a glass bottle of like a simple syrup, and it is a vanilla sweetener for her coffee. Well, apparently her students for months thought that she was going and putting booze into her coffee. And in fact, looking back, she realized that she would go to have a second co cup of coffee sometimes and the kids would be like, you're having more coffee? And would just be like, why are you having more coffee? Turns out after months, because a student finally asked, why do you put alcohol in your coffee? And she laughed and said, no, it is sweetener. And of course, she actually posted a photo of the sweetener. And, you know, it looks like one of those Torani uh, you know, bottles like kind of like that. I get it. I'm. I think there's similar things in my kitchen right now. My wife likes sweet coffees, uh, so I get it. But uh, but yeah, that could be misconstrued for for a liquor bottle, and uh, she wasn't actually drinking. Although I'll be honest, if I was teaching a classroom of third graders, I'd probably be drinking. But that's also why I'm not a teacher, and I am I'm a broadcaster sitting in here yelling at a wall and drinking a drinking a beer. Hmm. So I just found that very amusing. Uh, teens and selfies. There's a new study that came out, and I don't want to get into this ridiculously, but this is just kind of a warning to you out there. If you have teens at home, teens and selfies, we're, we've been worried for years uh, about selfies and social media and, and it being an issue for body image, and that is out there for sure. This study actually went to find that when it comes to selfies and teenage teenagers, especially teenage girls, females, uh, that the body image thing it can be an issue, but it's not as big of an issue uh, as as what happens when kids take multiple pictures and then they take forever sorting through the pictures, trying to find the perfect picture to then post on social media. And this is not because of a body image thing. This is actually 
a thing called uh where is it here self-objectification self-objectification so if you, if you have teens at home and you notice this they're, they're just agonizing and this makes sense because trust me, I've, I've talked about this. Remember we talked about the couple on the honeymoon and, and the groom had a horrible time because it was all about his wife going and getting the Instagram picture and they just did nothing and it, you know she had to get her makeup right and they were just traveling around trying to get Instagram photos. And trust me, all the, a lot of those Instagram photos that you see that people are posting and they're like, oh, look cute today. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, many of those celebrities had hours of makeup. Speaking of hours of makeup, 10 hours of makeup for J- Jennifer Lopez to perform at the Super Crazy. I think I talked about that. I can't remember. It all just jumbles together for me. Hours of makeup, professionally, uh, have a professional photographer take the photo, and then it gets photoshopped. So that's what's happening. You know, and, and that's what's causing this, uh, partly. And that that's the body image issue. Uh, but it's this self-objectification that we've just kind of haven't really noticed through all these years uh, that can be the problem. And it doesn't mean there's a problem with your teen. It's just something to be aware of because this self-objectification uh, can actually lead to, to other issues, uh, especially when you're talking about impressionable teenagers. Uh, that's just something to be aware of. Don't t- you know, I'm not saying take away their phone. Let them take selfies. I'm not a big selfie guy myself unless, unless I got my daughter with me. My daughter likes it. Today we were taking selfies. She had to put on a Cinderella costume this morning, and I am you know, barely had my coffee. And she's like, Daddy, let's take a picture. And I'm like... And I tried to take a picture of just her. And she's no, no, no. Let me sit on taking pictures at, you know, 830 in the morning and still need my coffee. It's just, yeah, that's what happens. So I'm not a big selfie taker myself, but sometimes uh, with my kid, I do. All right. Uh, moving along here. Banned baby names. I just, I'm going to, you know, we're going to share this one on Facebook. Speaking of Facebook. <laughs> Uh, these are actually names that have been banned in certain countries, and I just want to, I'm not even going to go through the individual countries, but I just want to talk about them. This one I will. Metallica uh, has been banned in Sweden. You cannot name your child Metallica. I, I don't understand why. Uh, Nutella is also one that has been banned in a lot of places. Uh, Robocop, James Bond, and Circumcision uh, have been banned primarily in the U.K., as has Lady Di, you cannot name your child Lady Di. Uh, hot tip, you can still name your kid Diana. Her name was Diana. Her name wasn't Lady Di, but I digress. It's also my wife's name, so, you know, I'm very familiar with uh, the name Diana. Um, someone actually tried to name their kid the at symbol. At. Yeah, you know, the at. Yeah, they tried to name their kid that. Uh, Ikea has also been a popular one. Uh, cyanide has been banned in many countries, uh, and Saint, Saint, uh, which is fine in the U.S., uh, but you can't, you can't name your kid that in New Zealand. New Zealand, uh, Saint is completely, uh, completely banned. Peppermint in Germany is another one, and you cannot, <laughs> you can't name your kid Lucifer in, uh, in much, many parts of Europe, including Germany, uh, also in New Zealand, and, uh, I don't even care which country you can't name your kid this. You just shouldn't do it. You cannot name your kid anus. Anus. I think if a mother had a baby or parents had a baby in the hospital and they gave the name anus, uh, just take the child away. Take the child away. Just take it. Nope, nope. this child's going to go to a better family. (laughs) That's what I would do. All right, I do want to get serious here for a minute uh, on parenting. I talked about this last week when hashtag Zaya was trending, uh, and I talked about the the fantastic way that Dwayne Wade uh, has handled his 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 transgender daughter 
and 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 supporting her and, and and being a great father to her. Well, this is back in the news again. And I I don't even want to give these guys too much airtime here, but this needs to be talked about. Uh, there's a couple of rappers, you know, rappers. They're listed as rappers, so I'm not even going to say musicians. I would list them as douchebags, uh, but I digress. There's a couple of rappers, namely Boozy, Badass, not Badass, Badass with two Zs, and Young Thug. Boozy, Badass, and Young Thug have both been tweeting and posting at both Zaya and Dwayne Wade. Uh, misgendering Zaya, first of all, uh, but also going on tirades about how it's wrong what Dwayne Wade is doing and what, what Zaya is doing. Uh, and I will tell you, if, there, if there's a worse of these two, Boozy Badass and Young Thug, yeah, I just, I can't. <sighs> Boozy? Maybe it's Boosy. I hope it's Boosy. So he puts the S in the Boozy and the Z's in the Badass. I don't get it. Boosie actually took to social media to discuss Zaya's genitalia. I can't remember Zaya's exact age. I said it last week. It was 12 or 13. She's 12 or 13, I believe. That is a minor. That is a child. And you're talking about her genitalia. There's just, there's no excuse for this. There's no excuse for this. And in this cancel culture that we live in, this cancel culture, these two fucking douchebags need to be canceled immediately. They shouldn't be allowed on social media. They shouldn't be allowed to make money. And they should probably just go sit on a fucking island somewhere and think about how fucking stupid they are. Because it's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. You're attacking a minor. You're attacking a minor because you're insecure with your sexuality. I guarantee that's most likely what's happening here. And most importantly here, Zaya, listen to whatever music you want. But come on over to the punk ska scene where we embrace everybody, including the LBGTQ community. The only people we hate in the ska punk community are Nazis. Come on over here. We'll show you some support, Zaya. Because we are welcoming. And I'm not saying the entire rapper community isn't, the entire hip-hop community isn't. These two sons of bitches, yeah, cancel them. Get them out of here. Disgusting. Uh, you know what we're going to talk about? I'm going to save this. Wasn't even really in parenting either. All right, we're going to move along to mental health here. I'll tell you, I said it in the teaser. I think I said it at the top of the show. Uh, I don't take copious notes. I, I outline a few things. It literally says these two fuckhead douchebags. <laughs> I read that, and I just, I'm, I'm sure I turned red. I'm sure I turned red when I was reading it because I was, I was so disgusted. I was so disgusted that we let people and like, and I guarantee these two sons of bitches, they have some kind of support out there. Some kind of fans that are like, yeah, yeah. Get over yourselves. Go see a, go see a psychologist. Cause if you're attacking children for their sexuality and talking about their genitalia, you need to see a psychologist. You really should be in jail, but at the very least see a psychologist. All right, moving along to mental health. Speaking of psychologists, uh, I want to get into a couple. Actually, you know, I'm going to save this because we are. Uh, I'm going to save this. We're going to use that next week. So we're going to use all this because we are running short on time. 
Jake Paul, Jake Paul, and you're like, why is he in mental health, in the mental health segment? Jake Paul. Let me just say, we've talked about Jake Paul before, and how he is possibly, eh, possibly an even worse human being than, than Boosie and, and Young Thug here. He's back in the news. Uh, he actually came out and decided to tweet about uh, anxiety, talking about his own anxiety. And he said, oh, Sean, what do you mean? Reducing the stigma, right? People of the platform talking about mental illness, right? No, 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 no. Not someone like Jake Paul. Remember, this is the same guy that uh, made fun of suicide uh, in, in a video and got him, got him uh, not banned from YouTube, but uh, that's the word I'm looking for, you know, banned for a while. He was uh, suspended from YouTube. That's the word I'm looking for. Sometimes the words are hard. Uh, suspended from YouTube. Of course, he got back on YouTube. He's like a boxer or something now. Uh, and he had a tweet out there. And I'm going to give you a direct quote from this tweet, which has since been deleted. But here's his, the, the direct quote from his tweet. And I quote, remember, anxiety is created by you. Sometimes you got to let life play out and remind yourself to be happy and that the answers will come. Chill your mind. Go for a walk. Talk to a friend. End quote. I guarantee anybody watching the video right now is seeing me red. This is not reducing the stigma. In fact, this is contributing to the stigma. And one of the things I just passed over is things that you don't say to somebody that has mental illness. We're going to bring that in up next week. But to go out and say it's a choice, mental illness is a choice, that is by far the absolute worst thing that you can say. It's insulting, it's degrading, and it's uneducated. But yet, we still have Jake Paul out there. Talking to children, really. His, his main fan base is tweens. So I'm going to say this to everybody. And I've said it before. You know, I'll say, ah, oh, you love the Orange Menace. It's probably not the podcast for you. Not Go tell it to Wall. It's probably not for you. You love blah, blah. Eh, this might not be the best thing for you. If you like Jake Paul, you contribute to Jake Paul. You watch his shit. You follow him on social platforms. Don't listen to my fucking podcast. Go find another podcast to listen to. Go watch his videos. Because there's no excuse for a person like this to continue to get attention and continue to make money off of you, off of other people, off your children. And he continues to dig himself into this hole. And other assholes out there just pull him back out and keep giving him money. Nothing to do with Jake Paul. Nothing. Uh, I just want to touch on this real quick. This was a study, I believe it was out of the UK. Uh, and it got me thinking, yeah, it was out of the UK. They did a study, uh, specifically men they, they used for this uh, case study, and found that eating a big breakfast may double the calories that you burn in a day. Uh, and I put this in the mental health segment, not because I'm worried about everyone out there burning calories. I've, I've always believed you want to have a good breakfast. Uh, but I also think it's important, not only for burning calories, uh, but just your mental health throughout the day. Sometimes I'm late to eat breakfast or I forget to eat breakfast. And my, my wife will tell you. <laughs> she'll tell you. Uh, she actually carries granola bars in her purse now. She carries uh, granola bars for my three-year-old and granola bars for myself. Uh, that can set you up for the rest of your day. Maybe you don't eat breakfast. Maybe you just have a cup of coffee. And that, that could set up a bad day. Maybe you have a good breakfast and you start your day and you're full. And that could start a good day. Now, a good breakfast isn't going to cure mental illness. It's not going to help your mental health 
you know, immensely. But that little bit is something to keep in mind. And then just the awesomeness of, yeah, you can burn double the calories throughout the day. <laughs> so I'm going to uh, tell my wife I need uh, sausage and eggs tomorrow with some hash browns. And she'll laugh and uh, she'll give me a cup of coffee and walk out the door. It'll be great. All right, I want to get into some tech news real quick here. I'm just going to breeze through them. Uh, Samsung, if you have a Samsung Galaxy, you're currently using a Galaxy handset, you might have noticed a weird notification. Uh, they accidentally, Samsung accidentally sent out a notification that just said the number one on it. Uh, nothing to worry about. If you saw it, there's nothing at all to worry about. It was just them testing a new system, uh, and it was an error, and it shouldn't have been sent out to everybody. Tesla Autopilot. Shocking. The Tesla Autopilot got, got tricked. Uh, there were some, uh, a group of hackers that managed to trick a Tesla autopilot uh, ex to, into accelerating from 35 to 85 miles an hour in a 35-mile-an-hour zone, and they did this by simply altering the sign a little. You, they didn't even have to be hackers. Just make three look like an eight. It's not hard. It's not hard. I'll be honest. I didn't have to do that in school, but I knew people that had to do I got a 35%. It could be an 85 easily. I never had to do that. I mean, I'm not saying I had great grades, but 35% is like... <laughs> you could have just scribbled on a page and you get 35%. Like, come on now. Uh, but they did trick it into going 85. I've always said this. I don't like autopilot. I don't like any of this kind of crap. Drive your fucking car. And, uh, and, and that being said, robot overlords, as you're listening to me, I love you. Autopilot's fine. Uh, please don't kill me when the robot uprising happens because this is just moving us closer to the robot uprising. Flywheel. If you're familiar with Flywheel... Uh, they were a Peloton competitor. Uh, they actually lost a lawsuit to Peloton. And uh, if you have a flywheel at home, you essentially just have a coat rack now because all of the flywheel bikes have been bricked by Peloton uh, because they won their lawsuit. Uh, and Time Warner, if you live in the Los Angeles area, this one is mainly for the Los Angeles area. But if you do have Time Warner in other areas around the country, uh, something similar could be coming down the pipes. Uh, the Los Angeles County DA reached a settlement with uh, with Time Warner Cable on behalf of 170,000 customers, and that's regarding internet speeds. Uh, so if you're in L.A. County and you've had you had Time Warner, which is now Spectrum, uh, and this is if you had it years ago when it was actually Time Warner, uh, you might have a little settlement check coming your way. So keep an eye out for that. Do your own research. I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, you're getting a settlement check. I'm pretty sure we are. Uh, my wife, my wife was like, we had Time Warner at the old house too, right? And I was like, yes, we had Time Warner at the old. House. I've had Time Warner uh, since I moved from Long Beach to the to uh, Tarzana in like 2003, three, four, 2004. I've had Time Warner since then, and now Spectrum, but it's because Spectrum bought Time Warner, so uh, I know there's some coming our way. Uh, oh, and one more interesting thing that I will give to all of you, uh, Warner Media's new streaming service, HBO Max, is coming to YouTube TV, uh, along with HBO and Cinemax. So you're going to be able to subscribe to the, it's not free, uh, you're going to be able to subscribe to those through YouTube TV if you are interested in getting HBO Max, uh, or HBO or Cinemax, HBO Max is, is essentially their streaming site, so it's going to have all the Warner Media stuff on there, HBO is just going to have the HBO content on there. Uh, so, so if that's something you're interested, check it out. I cannot keep doing this a la carte stuff. I am done. I got Disney Plus. I got Netflix. I got Hulu. I'm out. I'm not doing any more of it. It's too much. By the time you know, that's the I, I've said this to so many people. By the time you, you you get you know five, six, seven of these services, you may as well just have cable and a DVR. 
same freaking price. So come on, I'm I'm not doing it. All right, uh, I'm definitely starting to lose my voice. <laughs> it's just it's been one of those those weeks and one of those nights, and uh, and I'm just starting to starting to lose it. So hopefully it uh, hopefully it stays. Uh, although I got to be honest, uh, I if I'm gonna get sick, let's get sick next week because we got a crazy March. Uh, and April and May coming up as far as shows and, and other good stuff coming down the pipes. New content coming up on YouTube uh, over the next few days, so make sure you're checking back there, uh, and you should be getting notifications if you're subscribed anyway, uh, So, but but look forward to that. New content, new beer reviews, uh, some new clips going up there as well. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, like our page, check back often for updates. Also, YouTube, as I mentioned, new stuff coming to YouTube. Just head over to YouTube, search Go Tell Us The Wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, and, of course, the my own personal Instagram account, which, like I said, it's going to start popping uh, over the next couple months because it's, it's all just shows. Uh, and as I always say, my entire Instagram account is is, is shows with, you know, bands, shows, uh, and, and a three-year-old. Like, that's pretty much my entire Instagram. But you can follow my own personal Instagram, which is SoCalSean. Uh, so do that. And most importantly, all-encompassing of those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com, uh, which can take you to all those things, uh, as well as give you things you're not going to find anywhere else. Blog posts, photos, all that good stuff. And our Patreon, please, 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 please help us out on Patreon. Every dollar helps. Every dollar helps keep this studio running. Every dollar helps bring in great beers. It doesn't. I actually, none of the Patreon money actually goes toward beer. I, that goes out of my own pocket because I just because I enjoy drinking it. I, you know, I enjoy drinking it, and it's it's content. And uh, sometimes I write it off. I don't. My nope. I, my accountant's probably like, you're not writing off beer. What did you list it as? Like, I don't write off the beer. I'm just kidding. Oh man. All right, that's gonna do it for episode 122, 122 of Go Tell to the Wall podcast. Uh, I am, of course, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. We will be back next week, same wall place, same wall time, as long as my voice stays, which I have faith it will. I'm just going to go drink some tea and stuff, and I don't know, does, maybe this flyjack will be <laughs> like with a little tea. I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but we will be back, same wall place, same wall time. And until then, remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, Always, always use common sense.